This is the Business Breakfast with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Rich pickings for Mr. Halley in Singapore. We could do vaccine, we could do Brexit, we could do China, we could do the US stimulus. I offer those as the uh, hors d'oeuvre to our conversation. What would you like to talk about first? Shall we do vaccine? I've made the choice well, for you. Okay, it's a veritable Christmas smorgasbord there. Uh, look, um, yeah, the, the markets have definitely eased. Uh, we, we've seen like Asian stock exchanges ease gently right across the board today. In fact, I think only Kuala Lumpur in the entire region down to Australia is actually in the green uh, today. The markets definitely do have a look uh, of investors taking a little bit of risk off the table. Uh, why we're waiting to see uh, movement from the FOMC on uh, Thursday morning Asia time uh, or US stimulus, uh, but also these lockdowns that we're starting to see New York, London, Germany, uh, around Europe. Uh, this is starting to sap some of the confidence we're seeing from investors recently. China seems to have a life of its own at the moment, doesn't it, as the latest figures show? Yeah, definitely. Look, another continuation uh, of impressive data. Uh, I think, uh, um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yes, industrial production rep rose 7%, retail sales rose 5%, exactly on target, uh, confirms that uh, China is leading the world out of this COVID-19 slump and, and will continue to do so uh, into 2021. Consumer spending still relatively weak, though, if you drill down into well, the statistics. Well, when you look at it, I mean, 5% is a pretty impressive year-on-year uh, -year number. So I'm sure it's a number that uh, many countries around the world would like to see. So I think it's a matter of degrees. But definitely the consumer rebound in China has not been as strong as the export-driven facing rebound. Uh, no doubt about that. But it's certainly not uh, something to uh, a crisis condition. Okay. Um, I also ask you about Brexit. And again, I always preface it by saying I don't want to get too domestic, but it, it is playing out, isn't it? And clearly with the European um, legislators now saying that, you know, they don't want to be rushed into a deal, never mind if the negotiators agree something, that's taking it to, to further, further delay, I would imagine. Yeah, it's just the story that keeps on giving, doesn't it, really? Mm. I, I, I think what it means for sterling is that it will stay reasonably well supported. Uh, the markets are definitely pricing in that there will be some sort of outcome. My feeling is, is that we're going to see sterling versus the dollar uh, trade in a choppy 132 to 135 range until we get some visibility one way or the other. But I actually do believe they're just going to physically run out of time for the actual legislators around Europe to sign off any deal. Just, just, for, just for those of our listeners who, you know, in a few months' time, fingers crossed, may be thinking about taking a holiday abroad, if they're allowed to, and there's a lot of ifs here, obviously. Um, do, and and, and the, the, there is, uh, even if there's a no deal, do, do you see people taking a very bad view of still? In other words, will there be a smaller pound in one's pocket to take away from this country if we're going to be spending it abroad? Or do you see that the the, the financial markets will be looking at, at Brexit as a, as a form of opportunity and, and the UK perhaps becoming something like a Singapore on Thames. I think that one will be uh, a story for the future, the, the Singapore on Thames. Uh, in, a, in the event of an ideal Brexit, what I'm expecting is that the sterling will fall quite quickly to 125 or thereabouts versus the dollar. We're not going to see the same sort of fallout we saw in previous uh, um, evolutions of this whole whole story, but sterling will definitely be weaker. Having said that, 
uh, there will be a lot of bargains to be had on the tourism front in Europe. So maybe that will offset the fact that your pound goes a little less further than once it did. FOMC meetings begins in the United States. They will come onto the stimulus package in just a sec. What are you actually feeling? What are you looking for as far as the FOMC is concerned? Because, you know, we keep saying this month after month. They will have had another month to look at. What they will have seen is jobless claims rising in the United States. Yeah, look, I think what the Fed really wanted to be doing at this stage was actually easing monetary policy again in conjunction with a US fiscal stimulus deal to give it that sort of double whammy tailwind uh, to aid the US economic recovery. That's not going to happen this time. They will have noted the deterioration in job growth. I think that'll be concerning. I think what we're going to see from them is uh, an intent to cap uh, yields in the longer term, uh, the longer end of the curve. So from 10-year bond yields out to the 30 years, they will probably signal that they intend to hold those yields down. They won't let them rise even if inflation rises. Uh, and I think what they're going to do is really keep their powder dry until January when hopefully we do have this fiscal deal. A lot of nations around the world who are... <laughs> for better or worse, highly dependent upon oil revenues for their national income, looking anxiously at the oil prices as the, as, as the year closes. It seems, judging from your reports and judging from other commodity reports, that it's very much dependent upon whether you believe on COVID is going to strangle demand or not. Not so much about supply, because that's always a bit of a slippery customer, isn't it? But the moment, wh wh where do you feel as though the oil price is going? I think we're seeing some molly mollifying of the of the bullish uh, bullish outlook and i think the reason for that is just because the, of the reality of covid 19 on the ground in the united states and europe in particular that is so bad now that it is going to uh, drop the demand for oil from those two key parts of the world in the first quarter of 2021. So although I feel that the, we've seen the worst for oil and that oil prices have made a structural low, I think that further gains into the year end are, are going to be a little harder to come by uh, simply because the reality on the ground must feed through to reduce demand for oil uh, in Q1. Uh, vaccines or not. But I think actually the future or the outlook for oil prices is reasonably bright from Q2 onwards in uh, 2021. And, and where does green energy fit into all this? We'll be talking to somebody about this later in the programme, but plans in the UK, uh, but ne never never mind the domestic things. But where, where do, is, is green, green energy a force yet? I, well, I, I think it's a, it's a growing force, but it hasn't really reached that escape velocity. When you look at countries such as Indonesia or India or China, uh, massive amounts of their energy are still generated by coal, and there's a lot of work to go there. This will be led by the developed world, uh, not by necessarily the developing uh, world. Uh, and uh, I know that uh, President-elect Biden has it very high on his agenda, but he's going to need to get that through a Republican-controlled Congress, and that will be challenging as well, given the lobbying that uh, that has quite a lot of influence on that part of uh, of the of the U.S. government process. So I think this is an evolving story, but it's not a big bang story for 2021. Just before you enter into your Christmas online shopping routine, Jeff, um, just talk about <laughs> gold. <laughs> Gold is, is Mrs H getting any gold this Christmas? No, I just wondered if uh, if if, this, if if the price there, which appears once again to be um, dependent upon risk hedging at the moment. 
Yes, definitely. Uh, gold is consolidating here. I mean, from a technical perspective, I believe that gold has made a structural low at around $1,750. That was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we the, 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 the rally has run out of some momentum over the last few days, but that's in line with currency markets and equity markets as well. Just that fall off in momentum as the markets consolidate recent gains. I do believe that the Federal Reserve will be dovish. They will signal that they won't let long-term rates uh, rise in the US and gold is very sensitive to those. And with that in mind, I think that gold will recommence its uh, slow grind higher towards the end of this week and into uh, the Christmas period. Jeff Halley, thank you very much indeed, Jeff Halley there, Senior Market Analyst at Oanda, talking to us from Singapore. This is The Business Breakfast with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers.